Welcome to Pivotal Film. I am John Nolan. And I'm Mario Ponzio. Wait, I'm Mario Ponzio. I shouldn't say and I'm Mario Ponzio since there's three people. And? And I'm Andy Berry. It sounds fine. But then it's like, I'm Tom Nolan. I and I'm Mario and Ponzio. And I'm Andy Berry. The, gr- the grammar of it. Oh, so I could also God. say, welcome to Pivotal Film. And I'm Tom Nolan. And I'm Mario Ponzio. And I'm Andy Berry. <sighs> And then we break into like a barbershop <laughs> yeah, in no, harmony. We could do the chipmunks like or something. Yeah. Yeah. We do uh, where, where in the world is Carmen San Diego? They kind of disappeared, <laughs> just like just like films are disappearing off of Disney Plus. Yeah, what's do you hear about this? So like uh, Crater, which was a fifty-three million dollar movie. That debuted on May twelfth. It starred, um, I think, it starred Kid Cudi. Oh yeah, I saw and a headline for this. Yeah, uh, yeah. So it released, and as a part of budget cutting, cutting means they they took it off, so they don't pay residuals. I guess. Nice. After oh, seven God. weeks, they well, permanently just deleted the film from existence. Well, so the seven weeks thing is fascinating because they are doing that now. And I guess they've. And said, it wasn't negatively viewed either. Like no, but they're just going to sell it. They're just going to sell it to. They're going to lease it out to oh, other yeah, platforms. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. They just but want the cash. It's just hilarious that they're just like, no, get rid of this movie. I feel like I wonder if we are on record at any point. And again, we're not like barometers of culture or like tech or anything like that. Did I we mean, say at some point that like yeah. all this streaming stuff was like not going to work? Yeah, we, no, we did. We definitely said that. And we said that they were, gonna, they were gonna delete movie, like try to delete movies from existence. And it was gonna re I think we talked about this like in 18, around like the widow's time, where we said, like, oh, it's gonna become an issue about residuals, which obviously yeah, the well, writer's strike yeah. is about residuals. And these movies disappearing are about residuals. Of course, this was I mean, mm-hmm. we're not soothsayers uh, or whatnot. It's just it's logic. Just it was logically sense. gonna fall. It was gonna happen, yeah. yeah. Sad. Um, did is did I hear that WandaVision is no longer on Disney Plus or is that that would be wild? I would. I can't. I would not. That's we're looking it up. We're getting uh, producers that to look that up right now. Not true. I would could not imagine that that no. You can watch WandaVision on Disney Plus. Okay. Yeah. No, I would imagine none of the. Uh, that, that's too Marvel canon in the MCU. Yeah. Like with Loki season two coming out, like no, and it was a big it was a big deal. So like I think it's for them it's worthwhile to keep on, right? Yeah, so. I guess so. That's what I kept hearing. All right. Hell, Tom, what do you got we, here? Have a, we have a good old non-alcoholic beer because I'm not drinking because it's post-kickball season. Is it dry July? Is that a thing? No, I just, uh, I'm trying to drop some pounds for mm. this fall because I want to get back into Ultimate Frisbee. So I was like, ah, I cut out alcohol. Uh, this is Athletic Brewing. The guys that have blown up for their uh, out of Stratford. Remember when we first had Athletic Beer and it was like I nothing. Did. I feel like we were nothing non We were vanguards yeah. of a yeah, non-alcoholic exactly. beer. Maybe it was our podcast that made them huge. I would like to say that. I think they're in Milford, though, by the way. Uh, they're, no, they're out of Stratford. I, I know my shit. Okay. Oh, well, no, they're out of Milford now. They used to be out of Stratford. <laughs> they used to be out they missed. They must have moved. Okay, I, they I, look, I, look, I have to say, I looked it up last week, and that's the only reason why I knew it. Well, they this definitely used to be out of Stratford. getting hot. Yeah. I just dumped it out the hottest episode <laughs> of our career last week. No, yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it'll be last week when you release this one or whatever. I'm going to try to release this one tomorrow. Oh. This is probably going to be a few Yeah, years. blame the end of the fiscal year, everybody. So Tom Nolan was not getting a lot of sleep because he was just but, doing library work. So this time. is uh, a right pursuit. This is a non-alcoholic lemon Rattler. I expect summary. I expect this to taste like lemon tea. Definitely like lemon it. forward. 
That is tasty. It tastes like a Lipton candy ice cream. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it does. Pretty damn it tastes good. like an Arnold Paul, like a little bit of like a. There is nothing little... about this that's beer. No. Nope. So we're gonna have some stuff later that you're gonna be like, what the fuck? What the fuck? It's gonna mess with your brain. The hop, the hop water. I'm, I'm excited because this just this is. I mean, it's tasty. It's good. It's tasty, but this is a ten dollars. Six pack of tea. So I was just, you know, I was telling you about this like situation that I I was in, and part of the reason that I started. I'm not tasting any. None. No. No. No, This is this is a. Sorry. No, I'm just saying that like this is something the can, like the way the can feels, the way the the mouth feel of the thing is a little beery. Like everything looks, it kind of it's the experience of a beer without like any beer taste at all. Yeah, like if I was. Like, desperately needing the taste of a beer at a party but didn't want to drink a beer, this would not be what I'd go with. No. But, like, whether, like, IPAs or whatnot has, like, that, at least that, some of that malt it, hop it's flavor. It's that different from, like, the Narragansett um, Shandy. I guess so. Mm. I haven't had a Shandy that, in a long time. But that Shandy does finish with, like, a bit of a... Um, a little... Like, that bitter. Have, like, has this a little bitter a, in this, it, I guess this has lemon bitterness. This doesn't have, like, a beer bitterness. I'm going to say, this is, like, delicious. It's good. And if this wasn't, like, I don't know how much you paid for this. 16, 18 bucks? 10 bucks. Ten, oh, it's only 10? Okay. 10, 11, yeah. I don't know. I would just have this in my fridge and drink it with a sandwich. Yeah, yeah no, like, totally. In an afternoon and just, you know. Or, like, I'm at work and, like, take this out of a little paper bag and be like, non-alcoholic. <laughs> it also tastes like lemonade. Just giving it to the kids that, uh, and it's probably less calories than are. like one of those canned lemonades too. Good. So yeah, it probably is. It's only hundreds. I definitely gave um, some hot water to my kids, and they were like, "This tastes weird." And I was like, "Because you have no frame of reference for what <laughs> what this is mimicking. You've never had anything with hops in it in your whole life." So it's cool. People were freaked out. <laughs> so what are we doing first here, guys? Yeah. So unless you want to do the other one first. Now let's let's start with let's start with the movie uh, as as is becoming regular on this podcast. Andy and I see movies that Tom doesn't because Tom. I'm gonna see it. I'm just I'm just not going to theaters to see it. Not because for any nothing, reason. We just have nothing to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some days you're just like, let's go to the movies. That we sounds, don't see bad movies. That sounds great. Well, no, we have seen bad movies, but we don't see movies we're not looking forward to. Yes, mm. that's true. And this first film, well, the only film that Andy and I saw uh, that you hadn't seen. Uh, is the No Hard Feelings film. I don't know how, how to really phrase it. I was going to say, like, Jennifer Lawrence's No Hard Feelings, but I guess it's She not is really. producing it, so you could go I guess, with she, it. I guess she is producing it. Oh, my God. Percy! The new house is right on the water. Come on, dog. You know how we do. G&T with lime. We're not open until noon. It is noon. It's 11.57. Now what time is it? It's 11.56. Lord. You need to fire her. I can't fire her. She has a disability. What? No, I don't. You don't? No. That's the reason why I hired you. I'm an Uber driver and I don't have a car. Come on up. His parents said if I, quote, date their son, they'd give me a Buick Regal. You won't even rent your house out, but now you're going to rent out your badge? You have a Roadrunner tattoo covering your entire back. I don't think you should tell anybody what to do with their body. Nope. When I start shit, bitch, I'm I'm going to teach you how to have fun. Am I allowed to be here? You can't be scared of everything your whole life. Fuck. Maddie Barker. Your little disappearing act. That was the best thing that ever happened to me. Congratulations. Is her vagina dishwasher safe? She's a real person. What part of Russia did they ship her from? She's Russian? No. Mm, Fuck. I'm on bitches island and wild. Are you 
learn how to party. Have you seen Percy? 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 Doesn't anyone fuck anymore? I'm a come like a bitch on Had enough? No! Did you fuck him? I like your house a lot. It's cozy. Ooh, we should have some music. Dance party. Ow. 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 You're a little heavy on my legs. You want to switch? Yeah, this is good. In it, she plays a lifelong resident of Motok, uh, Long Island. Um, she had inherited her mother's house after she had got sick. Her mother had inherited, had been given that house as a settlement um, from an affair she had had with a summerer who was married, and that produced Jennifer Lawrence's character. Um, and it's basically her buy-off. So she's been here her entire life, mm. and she's terrified of commitment because of the fact that her father refused to ever see her. She reached out to her father and her father never read the letter mm-hmm. um, and sent it back. And so she's a mess, but for reasons that are understood, um, she is unable to pay for her property taxes. She loses her car and she's threatening to lose her house because the property taxes are ever increasing in Long Island because of its, you know, uh, the amount of people coming in to visit. The, the rich people buying summer homes. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, so she accepts a Craigslist ad uh, to date quotation marks, a 19-year-old boy, basically, to give him his first sexual experience. Um, but it turns out this 19-year-old is a, what is that term? Sexual? A saposexual. Um, so he wants to get to know a person. Oh, wants to have like there's a, real, a term for that? that? a term I knew. Yeah. Okay. Oh. I learned uh, something. So she ends up half basically dating him. Uh, she somewhat, somewhat falls for him, but has like a friend. Um and they both, they both change each other's lives. Yeah, they both change each other's lives, and it's just a general comedy. Mm. Uh, eventually, in the end, uh, she realizes to just let go of that that need to, um, you know, stay back and wait for her father to come and go uh-huh. sit off on her own life. She gives her house to her friends who are going to be forced out because they can't afford it, uh, who are expecting a child and... The Percy, the the nineteen year old boy, goes off to Princeton, kind of out of the shell. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is this is a lot. Of, this is a weird movie for me, in that I find it to be a a really intelligently done kind of sex comedy. Yes, in the sense of there's like no punching down whatsoever. These are two not really you're, like she's kind of a broken person, but Percy is kind of just dealing with significant trauma. Mostly like from he, helicopter parents and everything. yeah, a mixture of helicopter parents are going through a traumatic incident where like he was badly bullied and had to like leave a school. Oh, okay. So he's never presented as like this huge nerd. He's kind of just this person who's socially awkward, mm-hmm. socially shy more mm-hmm. so. But like on the first date that he has with with Jennifer Lawrence's character, he's like very present and very like he shows like this social maturity, yeah. social awareness. Like, like older than his age, sort of, yeah. Yeah, exactly. He's, like, he's wearing a, a, a coat and tie and shorts because it's well, same, weird. It's not even that. It's just, it's just his ability to be in the moment. But yeah, aware no, he, but he's, he's more adult than probably. He just doesn't know how to use it. Exactly. Um, and that's what I like about it. It's like there's really like this, not this weird punching down. It's a very mature way of handling it. it. It's really mm-hmm. smartly written for this style of movie. Yeah, which, and, and, it, and it ends basically, it doesn't end with like a, a 
a fix. It just ends with like they literally say like we'll both be we'll be you know we'll get there, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and they they are both still like on the path of getting there, but like not there. So it's I, I appreciated that. The thing that I don't necessarily love is it's not insanely funny. Mm. Like it has some a few chuckles. I was hoping for a lot funnier. Like it's definitely it's it's no Blackberry, um, <laughs> <laughs> but. Um, but I think it was really smart, and I really enjoyed watching this movie. Um, I, yeah. I did want. I did want more. I guess we don't have like raunchy like sex comedies anymore, and I like I like those types of movies. I think they're funny, and I was hoping like this would kind of bring those back a little bit more. I was hoping this would be a little bit more successful because it's original. It's interesting. I mean, it's it's doing decent in the box office. Um, yeah, from its raunchiness, like there's. There's one sight gag with a Chinese finger torture thing and, like, a guy puts his penis on which, it. Which I saw coming a mile away. I did, too. But, like, that's the one yeah. joke where it's like, oh, that's a raunchy joke. But even, like, at one part they try to have sex, like, Percy and him, or Percy and uh, Jennifer Lawrence, um, Maddie, Maddie, try to have sex. And, like, he comes on her thigh and she, like, wipes it off with a doll. And I was kind of expecting, like, how she pulls it away to see, like, come no, least on it. They, yeah, we're but not like, doing that, which is, um, it's fine. We don't need I, I know, it's just, I just, I don't know. I just wanted to pass over, like, like the Fairly Brothers mm. of a bit of, like, raunchiness. Like, maybe, this is not a movie that calls for, like, extreme raunchiness, but, like, a lot of the humor is just, like, kind of interactions and wordplay or, like, very, like, there's a coke, there's a dog that's kind of, like, hooked on cocaine. He's, he's, a, a, cocaine, he's, he's a, re- a cocaine dog? He's, he's a, a retired dog, police yeah. dog. That, a drug sniffing dog that got addicted to cocaine, so no, no one wants to adopt him because this person works in a in an animal uh, rescue place. So, and then if you say cocaine, he loses his mind. So. Yeah, which, eventually, which was a funny joke and that kind yeah, of yeah. occurring. And the out. obvious turnaround is like Maddie to show com- like the signs of commitment adopts him in the end while she's leaving. But <laughs> it's it's, it's I, I, my my issue with it is just like this is heavily carried by Jennifer Lawrence she's, and uh, Andrew Barth really, Feldman. Really, really good in it. And Andrew Barth Feldman, who's like, I was, I think, I was, was surprised, nailing like nailing the emotional moments and everything, uh-huh. but like the 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 humor that's written for them isn't necessarily the funniest. It's more like how they act out the things yeah. that are told to them this makes it a, funny. This was a sweeter movie than it was a raunchy movie. In the sweet parts are yeah, really exactly. sweet, and I really did enjoy it. the The scene in the restaurant. It, was my favorite. Yeah, like he, she, he does man eater like on a piano. Basically, it was, it was really good. Like, um, that was my favorite part. Of but like movie. some of the physical like humor that works is like when she comes out of the water naked. Like that's a funny thing. It's not even sexual. It's like funny it's, because it's just so like she's like Jennifer so, Lawrence is so like full think, naked and she just goes. Her or is that CGI? Like, no, it's it's her. Okay, she. I think she like said it's it's her. Okay, because that's and the fact that it's non the, the fact thought, that it's non sexual makes me also think like that's her. It just. That scene was weird. <laughs> but come on, we know it can't be CGI because, like, if you see her face, it actually looks like a human face. Yeah, we'll, not... we'll get to later. <laughs> we'll get there. But, um, but, like, it's it's the, it obviously is, like, fully naked woman comes out and gets in a fight with three teenagers. Mm-hmm. But it's her physicality and, like, what she's doing in it that makes it funny. Mm-hmm. And, like, the, the stuff that, they're, that these two leads are doing... Um, is funnier than the script is. And I think the script's good from like a romantic comedy that isn't a romantic comedy sort of standpoint. It's not funny from a raunchy sex comedy. I don't know. Yeah, no, I agree. I It wasn't the raunchy sex comedy I was expecting it to be, but I still really enjoyed the performances, the relationships. And there's some 
solid lessons in there. This, I don't know how you felt about the, the house party thing, but that was a little too heavy in it, but it was also pretty funny. Yeah, I, di- I did appreciate one of, the, one of the better jokes in this was like, oh, because I'm a townie? No, because it's a high school party. Like that joke was like funny. <laughs> like he's, he's, he tells her to get out and he's like, oh, because I don't like I'm, you know, not one of your rich people. He's like, no, because this is a high school party. <laughs> Like, I thought, like, stuff like that, stuff that plays, like, the class stuff of it is kind of funny. Um, what, like, here's a question. To you guys, what is your favorite, like, rock, like, what's your favorite, like, I don't know, I guess we can go 90s, early 2000s, like, like, the sex comedy. Like, what defines that for Euro you? Eurotrip. Eurotrip? Yeah. That's pretty solid. Um, I mean, the first American Pie is pretty good mm-hmm. for that. Like, it's not a good movie, but it's a good time. Something about Mary's pretty. I'm not. Ish. I'm not huge on there. Something about Mary, but I, I understand that, it. That I love it. I like me myself and Irene. Kingpin is a big one too. Kingpin, yeah, but oh, Kingpin yeah. seems to exist outside of that stuff. Yeah, that's yeah. not really. It's a gross out comedy. It is. It's, it's raunchy, but it's not sex. And none yeah. of those people were like. I know it's funny to see Kingpin on the list of like all those Fairly Brothers movies because like Bill Murray and Woody Harrelson and like Dennis Quaid is like. For a certain Randy group of people, Randy Quaid, for, <laughs> Dennis Quaid would be all right. <laughs> um, Randy Quaid before he went full Randy Quaid. Um, for a certain group of people, that trio is just like, well, that's a good movie. But for a, another group of people, they're like, I don't know who any of these people are. I love and I don't movie. really want to see them do anything. But like, how, what did... Well, what Step we, Brothers wouldn't be considered a sex comedy. No, right? no like, but it's a, just a genius movie. raunchy yeah, It's perfect. But... What does um yeah I mean I guess we could def- if we wanted to we could define it but I'm more just curious like what makes those movies indelible that this movie like is not doing because I, when you guys were talking about this I was thinking about this as well because like I really when the first American Pie came out I was I really liked it um you know I really liked old school for a long time obviously I love Step Brothers mm-hmm. um, Road Trip I thought oh, was yeah, pretty yeah, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, I, I, yeah I, I liked that movie. Um, I forgot about that movie. Well, I th- and I'm just trying to think of like what made those movies like special, or like what made them like sex comedies versus like this or something. Or no, but like because well, I th- I've been reading a, f- a few reviews and they all kind of say the same thing. Like it wants to do that stuff, but it feels like just not committed yeah, yeah, to doing it and so, is it like so, a lack of sex or is it something else so, that it's no, leaving out so part of it what i'm what i'm getting out of it is that we're we, it might be more of a societal thing so they they try they joke at some of the same jokes that were done in those movies mm-hmm. and then they kind of subvert them okay like uh jennifer lawrence two guys were like being weird with her she says why don't you go go fuck each other they're like, what's wrong with us fucking each other? Like they, like they turn on their head. Like, like it's what if we want to fuck each other? What's wrong with that? I mean, that's like, pretty good. Yeah, I, I like that gag, but that's like, but those movies would probably be more offensive to the current climate in society. But is it the offense that no, you dug? I think it's and not. No, it's not. I'm just, just, I'm but, just trying to like explore the like yeah. all these you know ideas. It is. It is. It is. That is true. It is the adolescent immaturity that I think that is it is present in those movies that kind of like not knowing what you're doing, like kind of like, you know, kind of out blind. Mm-hmm. And I think everyone in this movie has a, like, be, like even Maddie has a certain level of maturity and slight self-awareness to them mm-hmm. or an ability to like very quickly grow that makes it feel as though it's, you know, a, an adult writing for 
I mean, obviously she's supposed to be 32 in this. She's, you know, 32 in this. But, like, Percy is a fully formed person outside of his, like, social anxiety and deal with the trauma. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, he's constantly asking for, like, consent with, like, kissing her and whatnot, which is great. But, like... That's that's and I think that's that's fine because that's where we need to progress. But I think it's more just like his uh, just like kids not knowing what the fuck they're doing. That mm. makes those things funny or just like a lot of the misunderstandings yeah. that happen like in Euro Trip with like Mika and like he thinks, you know, I, I wonder if that a lot of that too, is those movies are made more like pre major Internet, like mm. pornography, all that stuff was not. So people yeah. maybe people are more mature now because they're growing up more on the internet and knowing things more. Well, I don't know. I just, Boomer Andy over here. <laughs> I'm not saying it's a bad thing. I'm not yelling <laughs> at the, the That's the vibe we were missing on the show is, is the Boomer vibe. No, I'm just like, um, like I, I remember the best, the two best, like the best part of like road trip and the best part of American Pie was, was Sean William Scott. You know what I mean? And like everything that came out of Sean William Scott's mouth was hilarious. Every like weird mannerism he did was terrific. Even on like you know bit parts and old school, like I think that's like the best thing he's ever done is that like ten second thing with the donkey. Um, uh, but you still haven't seen Goon yet, though. So I mean, I think, well, that, is, that is one thing I think I have an issue with this movie too is like every side character gets like two or three scenes. Yeah, outside of not, Matthew Broderick and uh, Laura Benalt that play the parents as a as like a criticism, like they, like yeah, it's not I, enough. I think yeah, I think like Kyle Mooney's character had an ability to become like an. Interesting, because he's hilarious yeah, in like the, his first scene. The second scene, not as much. Well, it's like, yeah, but I think like if they built him as like a secondary antagonist, who's trying to figure he out, he would have been a great antagonist. He basically plays like his like Percy's long term like nanny, nanny uh-huh. who quickly realizes that Jennifer Lawrence is in it for something, mm-hmm. not realizing, of course, that because it's meant to be kept secret. It's like the perfect Kyle the, Mooney part. That the parents he's, have he's like really bought him off, yeah. but he only has like one scene, and then like a later scene where he just kind of like. Gets kind of gets fucked off. Yeah. yeah. I think, uh, and I think like having that, that's what made this movie missing is like that secondary antagonist that those movies have. Yeah, this doesn't have an antagonist really. No, the antagonist is just the self. Which well, is really, that's why I guess it's really missing. It's kind of like, it's kind of like uh, something, like someone some, to root against. Some depth, some like extraness. Yeah. Yeah, I just, I think kind of one of the things that like seems like, again, they don't really make. Comedies like this anymore, I guess. Yeah, Maybe, like I miss them. And Bridesmaids was fucking like, makes strays. Yeah, a piece of shit. I <laughs> will see that movie. Um, be a, I'll maybe go just to hate watch it. I'm gonna be honest with you. The previews for strays look. You were like, laughing so stupid, yeah. but like in a in a it's, great way. Exactly. That's what I'm. Yeah. Um, I think, but that's all. I think the whole thing is that like there's a there was a deep commitment in those older movies to it was like Good Boys. That was a raunchy comedy. Sure, but yeah, he made but and that was fantastic. It was, it was it. raunchy because and it was super funny. But was it raunchy because it was twelve year olds? Yeah, I guess so. You know what I mean? It's not like that. Yeah, there that's was true. there used to be like a deep commitment in those older movies to just kind of like doing laying out the story, laying out what the characters are, and like figuring out where like putting them in space, and then like what would these guys do or what would these characters do in this situation? And we'll just have them go as far down that rabbit hole as we can get them. And mm. it seems like what you're saying about like no hard feelings is that it's like, we don't want to go it's too far. Surface. Yeah. We want to keep it. Think, we want to keep it here and not let it go like here. So like I mean, naked good, beach fight is good, one thing. I think a good mid ground, like to, you know, bridging kind of like the old kind of problematic, Movies and like the modern one is like something like super bad. 
where you kind of get but oh, you yeah, get like Superbad is a good example. But you get that yeah. dig down in terms of like these people being flawed themselves, whereas this is like I don't know, but it's flawed like in an in an adolescent way, right? Mm. And like even though one of the characters is you know near our age ish, um, the Percy's character like just feels like he has very adult realized anxiety problems that people would carry into adulthood. Yeah. And instead of just being like, instead of it just being kind of like light, like this is what's missing, like is those light problems. Mm, yeah. Like mm. the sex comedies and like super bad and all that have like problems where you kind of laugh about it. Yeah. This movie has problems where it's There's, like, oh, these are real, fucking real, life real problems. problems. Yeah, because yeah, she's losing her house. Like she's dealing with not having a dad, her mom's dead. Yeah. You know, like, there, there's some, like, real shit going on. And Chris like, Elliott is not in this movie, right? No. Unfortunately. <laughs> I mean, that's that's problem number one right there. Oh, God. Um, um, <laughs> gotta have Chris Elliott in your movie somewhere. But, but Jennifer that? Lawrence is fantastic, as she know. always is. Oh. <laughs> I just keep thinking about, like, something scary about movie Mary. Too? Oh, okay. <laughs> and scary movie, too. Take my With the strong hand. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty good. Yeah, no, the performances in this are, are the lead two performances in this are are great. Um, and I think the and Matthew Broderick looks weird. Well, I'll just, I'll just well, I saw a picture of him. That's and I was meant like, to be on purpose. That's I, I, know, I think it's on purpose, but it's a um, he he looks like Chris Elliott in the scary movie too. <laughs> Why couldn't they cast Matthew Broderick and Sarah Jessica Parker to play as? I think that would have been funny. Well, yeah. Why not do that? They should just make it like we have to do because the mom together. was almost a nothing like. It, Maybe they would have played off each other better. Maybe, yeah. They would have mocked each other. Um, speaking of playing off each other, I think our next movie is a perfect example of something when people play off each other. Uh, we're talking about, if you couldn't guess, we're talking about Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny. Indiana Jones! Archimedes Dial. I've been looking for this all my life. You stole it. Then you stole it. And then I stole it. This Friday. This is gold. Ancient gold. His final adventure. What's that? Will be his greatest. Come on! This is it. Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny. Ready PG-13. Tickets on sale now. All right, we're switching beers. We got some hop water here. You got some Sierra Nevada. I got some Lagunitas. It is sparkling water with hops. Ooh, smells hoppy. Yeah. Ooh, interesting. interesting. This, that is hoppier than this. This just tastes sweet. This is the Lagunitas one. I don't like it as much as that one. I hmm, kind of like this. It's got like, this. It's you got weird. the Sierra Nevada? Yeah. yeah. Doesn't it have like this big hop flavor and like right in the middle? Yeah. But it's, mm-hmm. it's pretty good. This would be good at... A- Barbecue. It was yeah, great at a barbecue. Sure. Yeah. It's kind of a cucumber flavor, mm-hmm. which is interesting. Agreed. It kind of starts out like cucumber water, then finishes like a like yeah. a beer. It's pretty good. Yeah, pretty good. Um, Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny. When was the Crystal Skull? What year was this? 2008. 2008? I want to say. 15 years ago, yeah. I oh, okay. Wow, well, it's 2008. There was an alien in that movie, folks. Um, this time, and, and I'm not just talking about Shia LaBeouf. <laughs> was an, there's an alien. And this time, we've gone back in time a little bit. That movie took place in the 50s? Yes. This we, movie starts in 1944 again with some Nazis. We're on a train. Um, Indy is sound and old. 
and but looking, looking young, <laughs> looking very young. Um, I'm not actually 100 percent sure what he's just trying to stop a train uh, that Nazis full have of, full of like of artifacts goods, and stuff. Yeah. Yes, they want the Christ. Um, oh, they want well, the they, uh, they, the they, spear. Well, they found out that the lance is fake, yeah. but and then he's there's, just but like, there's a bunch of shit, like the Ramses the second. Yeah, there's yeah, a yeah. bunch of antiquities. There's legitimate on the train and. One of the people on the train is uh, Mads Mikkelsen's character, Dr. Schmidt? Uh, Voller. Voller, yeah. yes. He goes by Schmidt later. Schmidt later, when he's working at the University of Alabama. Um, and he has got something that he thinks the Nazis will really like. He is a Nazi. But he, th- he thinks that, that Adolf Hitler will really like the Antikythera, which is half of some kind of dial that Archimedes made to do a thing. At that time, that's we know it's it's a thing that is special. And uh, Toby Jones is on this train. He's he plays Basil, Basil Shaw. Yeah. Um, he's friends with Indy, and and he gets himself into a pickle. And so Indy's got to save him, and ends up saving this Antikythera as well, which is all pretty good. Fast forward to the sixties. Sixty nine. Indy is eighty. <laughs> nice. He's living in New York. He's teaching at Hunter College, which is pretty funny. Um, What's funny about that? I just, it's like it's like a it's like a small university, but it's like an art college. But like not oh, there's yeah. like all these other colleges, and he's teaching. He's not like teaching at Columbia or anything yeah. like that, or NYU. He's teaching at Hunter. He was at the University of Chicago, right? In the old but University of Chicago so, is like almost like an Ivy League school. Yeah. yeah, I know, but he was teaching at University of Chicago in the old movies, right? I think so. I think yeah. so. Yeah. Um, so Hunter is definitely a step down from the University of Chicago, but he's retiring, which I thought was stupid. But we'll we'll talk about some of those weirdnesses. Um, but who comes back into his life? But but a guy who goes by the name of Schmidt, who is who is Voler, and he's got a crew of CIA agents and 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 Boyd Holbrook, proud boys, <laughs> or proud oh boy. Boyd Holbrook, um, who are trying to get this. James Mangold, that's against Boyd Holbrook in his movies. Yeah, we'll we'll talk about that too. <laughs> um, Got to get the Antikythera. And who else comes into his life but Helena Shaw, played by Phoebe Waller-Bridge, who is his goddaughter. He is Basil's, she's Basil's daughter. And she wants the Antikythera too, but she's going to sell it at a, at a black market. Basil's now long dead. Too. He's dead. He went crazy because yeah. of the Antikythera. And she's going to sell this thing. We find out the Antikythera is, is, a, um, is, a, is a tool for, for calculating the whereabouts of, of Fishers and time, yep. and that if you could find one of these, you could go through it, and you could go back in time to wherever wherever you would like. And so Schiller or Voller tries to get Mads Mikkelsen tries wants to get this thing. He's going to go back in time, and he's going to kill Hitler, and he's going to do World War II right, so the Germans win. Is he not going to invade Poland? Is that the idea? Right <laughs> no. Yeah, there's a lot of stay out of Poland, and I'm just like. Yeah. He's I'm sure he like went co- there. Like he's going to a couple days before the invasion of Poland, I believe. Yeah, so. to get to kill Hitler and and, and then just not invade and Poland. Just over. do other stuff. Um, you know, it's an Indiana Jones movie. They go to all sorts of different places. Uh, it's a very convoluted story and plot. So. Well, to be fair, there is actually beliefs that if Hitler had died during the middle of the war and I forgot who it was, Himmler had taken over, yeah. Himmler would have solidified forces, gone down to Italy, taken over North Africa, and they probably would have won Europe. Yeah. So maybe that's the idea they're going off of. It's possible. I also read like a bunch of stuff that like Himmler was really into like the final solution and stuff like that. Like his camps were like kind of the thing. Is it that Himmler he was... or Goebel? Who's the who is not the um, media guy? Himmler. Was Himmler the was the media guy. Oh, so Goebbels. Oh, okay. Been, but they were, I thought they were both really into the camps. 
Like that was their their main concern was the camps. And Hitler's main concern was like maybe I'm thinking pushing there's, forward. There's I don't know. There's a, third guy. there's a third guy who's basically was like I'm sure there is defend yeah. Italy, go after North Africa, cut off the Mediterranean. Let's turn this into a real war, yeah. not just like a vendetta against Jews. And apparently he was not into the camps as much. Like he obviously wanted to eventually. But yeah, World War. I think about World War II like a lot, and it like I, it's it never like. I don't know. It never gets easier. That is like slavery. I still can't like process that it actually happened and that kind of makes me sad all the time. Um, but this could be because I have like deep emotional things that like this just kind of like feeds into. It doesn't matter. Do we want to say what happens at the end? Do we want to spoil? Do you want to do a spo- we'll talk about it maybe a little bit first and then we'll do the ending? Yeah, we'll let's, let's go to the ending later. I mean, what's the spo- is the spoiler really that Antonio Banderas is in this movie for five minutes? Is that like the most important thing to say? That- no, the big spoiler is that three minutes, three minutes, and then it doesn't mean anything. Yeah. I went to the bathroom during that scene, and oh, I, and I didn't miss anything. There's a lot of that in this movie that I love. It's just like, this is an important thing. Nope. No, nope. it isn't. No, it's not. No, it's not. No, it's not. Well, yeah. Well, there's there's a bunch of bugs. Um, no, they're not. They're me, and, me and Why are those bugs hanging out in that hallway? Just that <laughs> yeah, hallway. Yeah, just that one hallway. <laughs> they're like, eh, not that hallway. We're gonna but I've never seen like they wouldn't be in the methane The meth- area, methane room. But yeah. like... It's they're methane just like gas. Hanging out, they're just hanging out in that just that one little cave. No, my favorite thing about the methane is that like Phoebe Waller Bridge can't stop coughing. And he, and he keeps talking through it. One time. <laughs> yeah, no, I know. He's, like, he's, like, he's like, don't, don't he breathe. Calls, and he I think just he keeps coughs once. I think he goes, ugh. <laughs> <laughs> um, me and Mario have talked about Indiana Jones on this podcast. You had Raiders on your list. No. So I'm going to kick it over to the new guy. Oh, we, I just watched, I think we talked about it, like Last Crusade is like my favorite Indiana Jones movie. Raiders is, you know, your yeah, Raiders, fan. then Last, then. And then Temple of Doom. Yeah. Or Crystal Skull. Or Young Indy, the series. I didn't watch a lot of Young Indy, the series, to be honest. I did not either. Yeah. Andy. Um, Raiders is my favorite. Okay. For sure. Um, and I actually like Temple of Doom second. So I, we do have different lists. It's and, good. And then Last Crusade, then this, then Crystal Skull. Because... <laughs> Yes. There's still an alien in Crystal Skull, and Kate Blanchett still gets eaten by bugs. No, her eyes catch on fire. The her second. In oh command, no, who's the one? The second in command. Yeah, who was that? I can't remember. It's not somebody really super famous. Oh, I thought it was like another guy in a jumpsuit, but that doesn't matter. I keep seeing the jumpsuit getting covered by bugs. The, the doesn't one matter. My ants. Is that the one? Yeah, 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 he's yeah. in a jumpsuit, but it's, yeah, it's, okay, it's, good. It's like a blonde. Yeah, I always saw the movie once, and that was enough for me. Yeah, that was fine. <laughs> what did you think of this one? Um, it's. Does not have Steven Spielberg, which I think it is missing. Um, James Mangold is fine. Mm-hmm. He does not bring any anything special. Um, he does not. He, he do, but he also doesn't do terrible. So no, there's chunks of this movie that I think are. It felt like David Lowry directing Disney movies. No, to me. David but Lowry like, would have fucking killed, like murdered this movie. <laughs> Literally, he would have killed somebody. Yeah, there just wasn't that. Even Crystal Skull had some, like, moments that felt this mm-hmm. had none of that. But it also didn't have the lows, like, the Crystal Skull had. That's why, like, yeah. it was fine. It should have been 30 minutes shorter. There was so much extra that didn't need to happen. Oh, like the first half fucking, hour of the movie, I wanted to fall asleep. Like, during. the opening, the entire opening of that film? Well, that, I mean, the opening is a, just a travesty. In in I guess it's, why did it have just, to be that long? Just start on the fucking train. On the train, yeah. What? Why? Why? Why do you have to be hanging? What was that? What For was a that? terrible looking set piece that doesn't even it have like any bad. humor or anything. Yeah, yeah. Or don't even. Or don't. I don't know. 
I guess I have to start on like an action set piece because they start all of these on an action set piece. But like, I, he's eighty. Like, and the de aging thing is not good. So just figure something else out. You know what I mean? Like, if that's what you have, if this is what you're deeply committed to doing, do something else. He's spry for eighty. I'll give him that. He, he looks better than Robert De Niro did. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah. but like when he's actually running, like I was like, I could buy that. That's like a fifty year old running, like a fifty five year old who hasn't like worked out a lot. Yeah, but Harrison Ford does like still bike like three hundred miles a week or something. Sure, yeah, he can still use. I mean, Robert De Niro can't use his body anymore, so that was like that was pretty rough. And Harrison Ford can, but like, I think the the biggest transgression in the in the beginning of the movie was. I don't know, there's a scene when like they get onto the top of the train and like there's like they're pushing away in like a long shot and so like there's a train and like Indy in silhouette and it's just like a video game character oh, no, just like yeah, running a, across looked, the train. So oh my, it was yeah. awful. Oh yeah. But I, just like I the CGI in this movie is problematic. Really bad. Like there's obviously there's there's shots that like look like they're in front of a green screen and I think that there's an intentionality to that because like that is yeah, the old Jones school. thing. Yeah. But the the CGI in this movie is, is rough. And, like, it, it ruins, like, the, like, and that's what the problem with Crystal Skull heavily for me is, too, is, like, these movies aren't built for CGI. Absolutely not. They're built not. for um, Pal and Pressburger, matte paintings, yep. and, you know, uh, styrofoam set pieces. Like, mm-hmm. that's what these movies are meant to be. I don't care if it looks old and outdated and you can't go big and bombastic. That's better than this. That motorcycle ride down the mountain is, they should be ashamed of themselves. Hmm. In the beginning of the movie. Ashamed. That is not no. Indiana Jones. Yeah. No. That is not what happens in these movies. Uh, similarly, the, the Morocco, the Tangiers motorcycle, uh, was the cricket chase yeah. is great. Yeah. yeah. One of the better parts of the And movie. I liked yeah. the final sequence when they go through the, through the time fissure. I thought that looked okay, but I thought like the stuff that was happening inside the plane, I thought there was good tension. Um, I thought that second sleeping pilot for a second was Jean Dujardin, by the way. <laughs> and it wasn't? It wasn't. You looked it up? No. That would have been great, though. <laughs> Get, bring back Jean I mean, I know he doesn't want to star in American movies, but to star, he just he plays a foreign Italian, even though he's French, pilot who's sleeping. But why is he sleeping in that plane? That's his well, plane. he had it on the runway. But why? He had to go, he had to probably take, take an early morning flight, so he's, yeah. you know, he's getting a start. On but the- where? It's on a passenger plane. Listen, maybe, Why is it there? maybe his wife kicked him out of his house. And he maybe. Had to go sleep in his plane. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, there that's we go. good. Um, yeah, I don't care about that. Uh, the thing, I, I thought this movie was fine. I thought the, the end, I thought was, uh, you know, we'll spoil it in a second. I thought it kind of, it was goofy, but it worked. I thought the beginning was a disaster. I thought some of the Phoebe Waller Bridge stuff worked better than other stuff. I think she was fantastic. I, I can't wait. I, to, I, I, like I hope they make rep- another movie with Their her. rapport, I thought, was yeah. fantastic. But I thought um, some of the, like the I think her character was yes. silly. Like yes. her being just like a, a gambler in debt trying to sell stuff. It just didn't really fit. The idea that she was like the only thing I care about is cash. I was like, Ugh, yeah, no, come it just on, kept man. Sick and gro- like and stupid. It just didn't make sense. Yeah, that was really dumb. Your character I like, and this this seems like a t- contentious thing to say. I like Teddy. I liked him a lot. He was good. Yeah. yeah. Like a lot of people are saying, like, oh, they're just trying to like redo the short round thing. I'm they like, are, well, they, they are. Yeah. But he, like, but he worked. Kid, he was really fun. Well. He yeah. flew that plane, and I yeah. thought his acting while actually, he was flying that plane was really good. Yeah, and he's actually like consequential to like the plot. Like short he, round yeah, really was, wasn't was there for some like, but he actually does comedy. something that drives it. Um, yeah, no, I, I, I don't know. I don't know if I think this is fine. I think I might like. 
Crystal Skull more than this. Really? really? Honestly. Like, I don't think it's... There's obviously worse movies that came out this year, but I just... I wasn't having a good time with it. I'm a no Mads, good times. Yes. I'm a Mads Mikkelsen fan, but Mads Mikkelsen as a Nazi didn't he, really he work. He wasn't. He wasn't good. He was and ma- felt they, like he was mailing. They was deeply phoned. They in. kill off what should who should have been the main villain in the first twenty minutes. Thomas Kretschmann mm. should have been your goddamn lead villain. Like that guy, just spits Nazi. Well, so like that guy. I mean, obviously he's played not. I'm sure he's played Nazis yeah. in the past, but like. Thomas Kretschmann has your astrophysicist villain would have been a much better choice. Funnily enough, my kids through the whole thing kept thinking that guy kept coming back because <laughs> there kept being like other characters that just like showed up and they're like, is that that guy from the beginning? And I was like, I'm pretty sure that guy is dead. Yeah. But okay. I was like, I, but I can't say I for mean, sure. I mean, you can't say for sure because Mads Mikkelsen crashes into just, a lamp at 60. I was waiting for a yeah. Guardians I, of the I, Galaxy 3. So they make they mention a line of, oh, your suit's looking a little wrinkled. And I thought for a second it was going to be like a human suit. And that like he was like, there was stuff oh, going on. That would be Because awesome. I was convinced there was going to be a Guardians of the Galaxy 3 style like I, I reveal. Thought, reveal. Yeah. yeah, I thought he would have like an eye missing or something because he hit <laughs> Or be <laughs> dead. <laughs> he's, just, he's okay. He's just there. I don't, think there's, I don't think anything happened to and this it, guy. Mads Mikkelsen looked really stupid too for some reason. Like, I'm like, it, it kind of looks like him, but I guess. <laughs> yeah, he also aged like nothing in the 25 years. Yeah, yeah. And his, well, his hair is a little grayer. And, um, Apparently, that's the secret to immortality. It's not drinking from the Holy Grail, but it's just being on a train and <laughs> running 65 <laughs> miles per hour in into a face. fucking light post. <laughs> but no, uh, <clears throat> no, I, I didn't have fun with this. Um, and that wasn't just because of the loud, stupid, fucking cunt grandmother next to me. And I oh, used the yeah. word, I used the C word not as a gender thing, but that's why I call people who are what, where's, uh, what were they doing? Talking just, she was talking. the whole time. I mean, About I the movie or like just... Yes and yes. Yeah, yes and no. Like the kid, like after I said like please, like the kid actually like started getting embarrassed and like yeah. quieted down until the end. So like I felt like I wasn't going to say anything else. But man, that, this woman could come back not and start, stop. Like, Did you get Dr. Pepper? I'm like, what are you? We're in the middle of a movie. Yeah. Oh, we must have like <laughs> missed the opening of it. It's like, no shit, you missed the opening of the movie. That's Harrison Ford right there. And she's like, I hope it's not almost over. And she's like, at one point she said, oh, they said it starts at 12. And I was like, no, they fucking did not. They said it starts no at 11. No one said anything. It's a movie time. It's scheduled by a computer. Well, yeah, but she said like, oh, it's 12 o'clock. And it's like, no. Oh, it the usher said that it's, you know, whatever. Um, but, but besides yeah. that, no, it's it. I don't even know necessarily know if it's bland. It's just meandering. And the one thing I don't want from a Bond movie is meandering. There's a there's a movie from last year, which I think was a better Bond movie or better Bond, a better Indiana Jones movie mm-hmm. than this, and that's Uncharted. Mm. I, I think Uncharted Uncharted's a little is is lighter and more fun. Yeah, I, but I think Uncharted follows the the paces of what would be a mediocre Indiana Jones movie better than this. Mm-hmm. There is there's things that James Mangold can't shoot. He can't shoot humor. Like, there's that that moment, and I obviously listen to Red Letter Media. They also mentioned this, um, where he like he says like, "Put down, let's stall, put down our guns," and the Tangiers police do, and then it's like revealed that like the mob guys are driving up behind them. It's like, punchline of that joke comes after, yeah. like the the setup of that joke comes after, like the punchline. Yeah, it's too broad. Um, it's too broad, but you also don't know who the fuck these people are. Like, like when I saw cars driving up, I was like, oh. 
Obviously, that must be the mafia people. Yes. But for like a general audience, they're not going to get that. And it's like it's a funnier joke if you'd seen like the car pulling up. Hazzy's saying that, you know, yeah, Hazzy's yeah. saying like lower your guns, and then he seems proud. But we know why they lowered their guns. Like when they lowered their guns, like I was like, you know, my brain went like, oh, obviously there's something behind them that's making them lower their mm-hmm. guns. General audience isn't expected. But even to, like, I, like you know, I guess include me in the general audience because I, when that scene was happening, I was just kind of like, okay, like I, really I, I knew something was happening that wasn't like on screen, but I didn't know what it was. Yeah, but you need I, you need to show just like, that. Okay, that's funny, I guess. But it's not funny. It's funny if you see it. Like it's, I mean, it's a, a tired joke. But well, I think they thought the thing that would be funny was like Harrison Ford's like delivery of like, you know. Or was it Harrison Ford said it, right? Yeah. Harrison yeah. Ford's one I thought like his kind of like, you know, little thing that he, he did it is like Harrison Fordness kind of coming up. And I was like, okay. That's but funny, like, yeah. But like they did like even right before that, they did another thing with guns where, you know, everyone pulled up. He pulled out a gun and then everyone pulled out a gun. And he, and, yeah. Which, and, which would have been like when he pulls out the whip, which would have been a great scene to not show in your trailers. Right. Because yeah. that's like probably the funniest joke that this movie has going for it. Well, so this movie had... Well, it reminds me of the opening of Naked Gun. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it would have been funny if they, they actually steered into that a little bit with this yeah. movie. Um, yeah, that so that brings to mind... The gun thing brings to mind the thing that I have... Like, my biggest problem with this movie is something that didn't ever happen in Indiana Jones movies. Temple of Doom, notwithstanding, because, like, they were after something else there. Nobody ever... No innocent people got shot at point blank range. Yeah, and then just like left to die. I meant to look it up because I feel that like this has, to have the, too. this has to have the biggest body count. There's so many people that so got killed in this. There's movie. Some, there is actually, and I haven't looked it up, but I know there's a lost ark has to have. Well, I'm saying like for people, not not including when the ark kills everyone, but like I'm saying like like people well, shooting murder, each other. like yeah. like straight Cold up murder, murder. And so, so that much in this it movie. was very very it was oh, it wasn't I guess. It, I can't say that it was off-putting because, like, I've seen some, I've seen some terrible shit in movies, like worse than Antonio Banderas getting shot in the knee and then just shot, shot in the in face. The but like, why, why even, why keep him like that one guy? They cut his rope, and he just flies off into the ocean, and then they cut his rope or they drag him up, and they let him live for like two minutes, and then they shoot him, and it's just like, why? Also, why are they cutting random like lines? They don't know. They don't know, which they don't one know whose line that right. is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, there's just, and like there's they get back on the ship and there's dead bodies everywhere and like you know I'm I'm just like this you know, the Indiana Jones movie doesn't have heaps of bloody bodies. No, like innocent people well, just like so running around. Well, what's hilarious too is like th- this is a series that is noted for like killing its villains off in like really gruesome ways. Like all four movies have had the lead villain die in a gruesome way. And maybe, like, Mads Mikkelsen's death doesn't need to be gruesome. But, like, Bolly Holbrook's character is a fucking psychopath. Yeah. And he dies just in... He just crashes a plane. Well, and that's, like... So let's take... Let's go to the ending, because they make it to the past. It's not the past where they thought they were going. It's the Battle of Syracuse in, what is it, 212... Two twelve BC. BC. Two one two BC. Where Archimedes, like, apparently the dial's always going to lead. It's going to no always, matter no yeah. matter where you are in time or space. It was Archimedes it's, trying to bring get people to come help from the, the future. Battle. Yeah. yeah. What a what a selfish c- 
hunt. It was, <laughs> that was so weird. But what's extra weird about that is that the Nazis plane crashes with Maz Mikkelsen and Boyd Holbrook. Is this mean time fissures only lead to that point in time? Yeah, well, that's that's what my interpretation. My was. question about the time yeah. fissures is this: They were like, "Oh, we need this to find the time fissure." I'm pretty sure anybody that looked in the sky at that moment was going to be like, "What the fuck is that?" No, I think that that it opens up the fissure. Or something. Well, they like, said it was, was going to be coordinates, and like that's and it was like taking them to the time fissure. Uh, it was so convoluted, right? So, which I, is another <laughs> problem. Boyd Holbrook's body is just like laying there, like with his leg kind of splayed out, and I was like, I'm is I'm sure he's alive, because why else is he just like there? It looks like they just CGI'd See, that, that a body. Would been, that would have been cool, like if he had survived, he there, yeah. and then like the Romans just like descended on him. And that's or how you cut him up. Yeah. See, yeah. I just assume based on like the nature of the movie, which is a thing that doesn't again, it doesn't have an Indiana Jones movie, is that like he was gonna get up and fucking kill Archimedes or something. Yeah. Or and that Harrison Ford was gonna be the new Archimedes, or like something fucking insane. Because I, I, Archimedes dies in two twelve BC in real life. Oh, okay. He dies at that battle. Yeah, he does. Oh, but not do you think Boyd Holbrook did it? Well, yeah. I mean he's in real life. Uh, for the research of this movie, Boyd Holbrook went back in time. <laughs> and killed Archimedes. I wonder what this is like. Um, yeah, that was so. It was just so weird. And I, but I did think that scene with Harrison Ford, like wanting to stay, was touching for like the first half of it, and then it kept going and going and going and going. And Phoebe Waller-Bridge is like, "You have to stay. You have to stay." He's like, "I don't want to stay." He's like, "You have to stay. You just you can't or you can't stay. You have to come back." He's like, "I don't want. To. You have to." And he's, uh, and just kept going. And I was like, what the fuck him. is happening? And that's how it ends. She just punches him. And then, like, and then Marion shows like up. could him a minute earlier. Right. Just punch him. Oh, the biggest disappointment in the movie, though, for me, was that ending. Really? Because there's a part where she's like, oh, where, like, where does it not hurt? And he kisses. Oh, yeah. And then she keeps kissing. And I'm like, man, I really wish this movie had been rated R just for. Oh. Ju- no, I'm not even joking. For some reason, I was just like, I, I don't know why, but I want to see this. <laughs> oh, my God, Mario. I, I thought I actually really... Imagine, though, like, had it been I'm, that movie, and then, like, bam, sex scene, Nancy Allen, Harrison okay. Ford, R-rated. I thought about it a little bit. Not that I was like, I don't, I don't think this is going to happen. I just wondered whose head would... Or Karen Allen, sorry, not whose, Nancy Allen. Whose head would leave the frame? That's what I wanted to see. I, I, really, I, thought, I was like, how far is this where does it hurt, not hurt kissing going to go? And I was like, it would be cool if, like, there's just a little, one of them just was like, you know, dip down a little bit. It has to be Indiana Jones. Of course. Yeah. But, I mean, he's probably in no condition to do that. But it would have been cool. How much of your shoulder do you use when you go down? <laughs> Somebody. I mean, it can't just be his shoulder. He literally he's 80 years old. <laughs> and he oh, say, you're saying 80 year olds can't give cunnilingus? Not, not with a busted up shoulder, probably. <laughs> not when they just woke what up. What part after of your a, shoulder are you using for cunnilingus? A, tra- a transatlantic flight. With a bullet in him. Everyone else dies instantaneously when they get shot in this movie, except for Indiana Jones, who lives for days. It doesn't matter. Um, I really like that ending, though. I, I, I thought it was really sweet. I thought it wrapped it up really nicely. Um, it was a callback. Uh, I, yeah, I wasn't, I wasn't thinking about them over. having sex. Sorry, Mario, but I just <laughs> I like I liked how cute it was. I'm glad she showed up. No hard end. feelings, too. <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I'm glad. Raunchy, uh, I'm Rocky glad the series is over. Yeah. And like, or at least Harrison Ford's involvement, and I'm sure they're going to try to do something. I'm sure actually they won't because this movie is not doing well. Well, Lucas doesn't let anything die, so just we'll, we'll see. I mean, Lucas is going to I don't think he has any say over Lucas this anymore. Lucas filmed doesn't yeah. let anything die. 
No, because this is going to go to. This will make, you know, it'll grind out like two hundred million, maybe. maybe. But yeah. that's is that that's going to be a loss. Probably, it, well, it sure will be. But then it'll go to Disney Plus, and it'll kind of like it'll stick around for a little bit. It's it's too it's much too violent for like a general kid audience. Like my kids were not disturbed, but they were just kind of like. It was it was, was mean, of, it was meaner than a lot of. It was, it was very mean. There's yeah. also like a lot of blood. Like you know, the show. Blood. I, I was surprised <laughs> that they got because Dizzy paid not to get that R rating, but there was a lot more blood than most. I mean, it's definitely not R rated blood, but like it's, it's not as violent as it's Guardians. Pretty no, it's a, but it's not even like as like a. It's not as a. Because the violence seemed to have the violence at least in Guardians has a context. The violence in this has no context. When Boyle Holbrook again kills the FBI agent. You're just like, what the fuck is or, happening? Or the, the, even the people at the college when they first show up, yeah, just like just shooting these guys, and they're like, "You're a psycho." It's like, I, yeah, he is, but like, they're still dead. Like, commenting on his psychopathy is not like helping this feel better. Um, you know, the, you're right. It, it was very, it was very mean. Yeah, I, it, well, it, why just, was it felt ickier than in or, than these movies. Usually yeah, do. there wasn't that lightheartedness. Like, I'll tell you the thing that made me feel ickiest. And we could stop whatever we want, or we can keep going. I don't really care. The thing that made me feel ickiest in this movie is that in previous movies, Indiana Jones would um, uh, almost by like serendipity come upon his hat again. When he oh, was in situations, yeah. his hat would come off, and and it would just happen to be around. It would blow by, or like you know, it would fall something, from whatever. Yeah. There was a very concerted effort in this movie from like all the all the other characters to just Give constantly be hat. handing him hats and whips. Like, annoying. no, no, you better be in character all the time. I don't remember a scene at so any. Bad. It was oh my god! It was like literally ham fisted, like off screen, just two hands, <laughs> just hand him these things. I hadn't, I didn't remember, and please feel free to correct me if I'm wrong. Could not remember any scenes in any of the previous Indiana Jones movies where he walks into like a bar. Like, with his whip just like hanging out, you know, his hat on and his shoulder bag, like a costume. Like, where does his whip ever, where is he ever going into these situations and it's just like, no. And it's like, whip is here and he's just like, looks. I was like, this is so phony. Like Everything the, about this seems so it's phony. It's like a Disney World character. Yeah. Like a, or a ride, yeah. <laughs> um, and that kind of, that, so that more than it was mean, because it was super mean. Just kind of made me sad. Like, he deserves a little, he deserves better than this. Whatever Steven Spielberg is working on is not going to be worth it for him not to have made no, an I, attempt to make it. I, I think this would have been a lot better with Spielberg. Like, I, I don't think, I think this would have been a good movie. I think there's a good movie in here. And what's, what is the yeah. big set piece of this movie? There isn't. Because, like, all, all of it, like the, the, um, the rolling ball, mm-hmm. the, uh, one in the second one, I have not watched that much. Of the second one, well, the second, I mean, the first, the first scene of the second one's huge with the raft down the snowy mountain, yeah. Okay, the raft, uh, the first deep, the better train sequence oh, yeah, in, the, in, in the, in the, the, the zoo train, the, yeah, the going thing. over the waterfall in Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. Mm-hmm. This has a series of very small set pieces, like ultimately, but none of them are like, I guess, maybe the parade sequence, but even that feels. <laughs> Very truncated and small. Well, there's just a commi- remember the uh, like what I said about like no hard feelings, the commitment thing. Like you guys talked about like the bug scene before. Like, how do you even compare like the bug scene to like 
the rat scene in like Last Crusade where they're literally in her fucking hair. Yeah. Actual rats are the, in her hair. Or the snake pit. I or mean, the snake pit. Yeah, Kate yeah. Capshaw like having to grab the lever um when the yes. spike pits coming down. Or the um the spike pits coming yep. down. Yeah. And like all the bugs are everywhere. Yes. Yep. Like it doesn't. And so if you're or not the bugs on Afro Molina's character in the beginning of Raiders. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And if you're not gonna do that, then don't make the movie. Like, it's just not worth it. But I think... Oh, here's an idea. Fucking just real bugs. Just real bugs. Did you know that they bred the rats in Last Crusade? Like, they bred them for the movie. So they're, like, passive? I don't, I don't know. I guess they, they probably... They just did not know that. They just bred them to be in that movie. Okay. And I was just like... But then again, they're not doing that anymore. Yeah, and they kept, well, no, they kept, they they kept breeding them. And that's how you got Ratatouille. That's how you got Remy. Remy? You keep breeding rats and they Perfect. become uh, animated. Yeah, intelligent. Patton Oswalt. <laughs> you keep breeding rats and they become Patton Oswalt. Take that, Patton People Oswald. don't realize Patton Oswalt was born in 1998. <laughs> but no, I, I don't know. I just hate reviewing this movie in the same way that everyone else has. It's like it's, it's you know mediocre and fine. I just, I don't, I think it being mediocre and fine makes it bad. Mm. And like it being, it having nothing memorable makes it bad. Like, it just, there's nothing about, the the coolest thing about this movie, you know, besides, like, that car chase in Tangers, is, like, the sight of the fissure. Like, I, going I, from the night I, to I day, think, that's I, cool. I think going into the fissure, coming out of the fissure, and kind of seeing, oh, realizing where they're at, I think that was pretty neat. I liked it. I, I, thought, I liked that, too. And I liked the Phoebe Waller-Bridge. I liked her presence. In the movie, mostly. Yeah. I, yeah, none of the performances are an issue at all. No, Mads Mikkelsen's a little lazy. Harrison Ford and uh, Phoebe Waller-Bridge were great. And yeah. They did the best they could with what they were given. Mm-hmm. I just, Spielberg needed to be at the helm on this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Thomas Kretschmann needed to be the villain. Yeah. I love Mads Mikkelsen, too. It just sucks. I do. It just, it he just, just sucks that you he could was tell, not you good. Could tell he was in, you could tell he just was like, I like money, and this is a payday for Well, me. that's where he is now, right? Is that he's just kind of, he did that with the Fantastic Beast movies. He's just he like. did that with Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange. Yeah, I'll just, I'll be in stuff. Sure. Yeah. His, his, I'm replacing somebody, whatever. And then he'll go and do a uh, Vinderman movie that he actually cares about. And it's gonna Which be, will be exceptional. Yeah. yeah. Vinterberg, right? Thomas Vinterberg? Uh, uh, Vinterberg. Yeah. yeah, I was talking about another round today. I was like, I wish that was my life. He had a good time for a while. Did he, he do The Hunt, too? Yes. yes. Yeah, I love The Hunt. The Hunt's okay. great. Um, but yeah, it was, it was, it's just, uh, and no good trailers. No good trailers. Mission Impossible doesn't look good. It looks, like, pretty boring. Yeah, I'm excited for it. I'm, I'm a little... What are they going to do? Yeah, I don't know. Like, they showed sort of that... They were, like, making such a big deal about the motorcycle scene for, like, a year and a half, and it's, like, in the trailer. It's, like, yeah. good. And the thing that's, that's bad that's about cool. the motorcycle scene... I think the train sequence is probably going to be, like, what they try to go big with. Mm-hmm. But the thing that's bad about the motorcycle sequence is, like, they showed the video of them doing it, and you could see, like, how he goes up the wood ramp and all that, and mm-hmm. you could tell now how bad... Having seen that, you can see how badly CGI'd, like, the mountain he's driving on is... Mm-hmm. Like rewatching that stuff, like the because yeah. obviously he drove up a wooden ramp and jumped off that way. I don't know. I think it's gonna be good, but I don't know. It doesn't have a. I just don't find what's his face from Narcos to be a compelling villain. I think yeah. I think Henry Cizerni or whatever is gonna be the main villain mm-hmm. in the end. But like that's what made Fallout great and was you know having 
Henry Cavill be your villain or Mission Impossible four or three, having you know Philip Seymour Hoffman. You need he needs someone to play off of, and I just don't know if this movie has that. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm Fallout was just had like such interesting set pieces, and like it just kept doing unexpectedly like interesting things, and like nothing that they're showing me like seems interesting at all. Well, hopefully they're not like. I would hope so. Yeah, yeah. that I, would be. Great. I, don't, I hate when trailers show all the good shit. Yeah, to be so. fair, the fall, the trailers for Fallout weren't exciting. I don't think they were. Yeah. Either, yeah. But again, they keep saying like motorcycle scene, and then it's just like, and then it's like, oh, here, here it is. It's right here. Watch him have secretly actually gone to space. He's you know, like a Felix Baumgartner style. A rocket just like goes and gets him like on its way out. No, he did like a Felix Baumgartner style like dive. What's that? Oh, who's Felix Baumgartner? Remember the red, the Red Bull guy, the guy dived. From oh, the yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yep. His, his greatest uh, stunt is going to be applying for Social Security. <laughs> <laughs> when does that movie come out again? The 12th. Like, next week? 12th? Yes. Like, oh, my God. Okay. What, uh, Mission Impossible? Yeah. yeah. He's so, so mad. So they, right. they pushed it up a week or like three days, right? Did they to get I'm to get more a couple more days of IMAX theaters because well, we actually want to like because well because Oppenheimer is pushing, them, pushing them, yeah. is pushing Mission Impossible out of IMAX. Yeah, do you think that's gonna be big? My gut's saying that's gonna be big. Oppenheimer, yeah, yeah. If it's not my favorite movie of the year, I will be probably disappointed. Everyone so. is going. No, I just think like box office wise, I think that movie's gonna be big. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah the yeah, culture yeah. is demanding that everyone see Barbie and Oppenheimer like, like yeah. the same day. Yeah. Not even if they're like the same day, but like you just have to see those two. You just have to see those two movies. They're just being written about and talked about, like in the same breath all the time. And I'm, and I'm going to. It looks. I mean, it looks. It looks incredible. And that's the thing with Oppenheimer is that like it, I'm nothing is happening, but I'm I can feel the excitement, and I also just need to see what is like what this is going to be. And I, I don't have that impression with Mission Impossible, and I have that less with Barbie. I mean, I think I don't think it's going to be. I think it's people are like getting hyped up about how big it's going to be. There's going to be like one big set piece, and then the rest of it's going to be just a drama, like a very minor drama. But I, I don't. It's a hundred million dollar budget. They can't be doing a lot of crazy. But shit. I think that he's going to. I see a lot of there will be blood in, like the trail in like the stuff I've seen so far. I, I hope you're right. I it get would make you really happy. Absolutely, <laughs> but imagine uh, a a. There will be blood type scenario with like Nolan, like ratcheting up like the tension. He like, beats Truman the death of the bowling pin. Yeah. <laughs> Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed that Daniel Day Lewis shows up somewhere and does something <laughs> to beat somebody to death. No, but I think he's uh, Christopher Nolan can he can do tension. He's pretty good at like doing tension. Yeah, and, and if he spends the whole movie, literally from point A to like to when the bomb explodes, just like. Taking that shit as far as it can go, then it'll be big. Killian Murphy looks, he seems, the performance seems fantastic. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I'm, exci- I, I'm, I'm excited. really excited for this movie. I think a More lot than of any movie be, I've seen in a long I do think time. a lot of the movie's going to be about the affair. Which and, and that, surprise which is going to be weird because Nolan struggles with emotions, we'll say. <laughs> and writing women. <laughs> yeah. But if they can work, if they can work that tension into the overall tension, like then it's just yeah. tension height. I feel like I'm going to be exhausted by the end of the movie. Right. Which I'm hoping. Like, which happens at like the end Dunkirk of most Christopher Nolan movies. I, yeah. 
I am. I, I know you guys. You guys sound like hyped for this movie. I'm just like, I gotta fucking watch it because everyone else is watching it. I don't give a shit. Oh fuck you. Yeah, <laughs> fuck you, Mario. <laughs> no, but like, I thought Tenant was pretty boring, but it was, it was cool. Like he was doing some stuff, you know. But I thought it was. I, I mean, I thought it was kind of like pretty lame. Yeah, I haven't. I haven't really like liked the movie of his since Rises, and now I just like enjoy Rises. I think Inception's the last movie of his that I really like. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, I'm a fanboy, so but no, that's fair. I'm not. I'm not. And I didn't love. Like I didn't love Dunkirk. Dun- Dunkirk was, but I also oh, I f- was always was, forget about Dunkirk. Was it an experience? Like, if you don't see it, didn't see it in the theater, it's really not worth. Going back I, so, well, I was just going to say is that like I Dunkirk is a thing. I thought was you know it was what it was. But when you were watching it, there were some of those. There were some sequences in there that was like this is, this is. Fucking intense! Like when Thomas Hardy was about to drown, I was exhausted. I was like, I need to get out of, I need to get out of here. Yeah, because like I'm watching Thomas Hardy drown, and this is this is bad. That movie was a fucking experience, and I really enjoyed it. I but talk- it was hard. And we talked about this afterwards, like when we watched it together. I, I just didn't feel like much of anything with that movie. Mm-hmm. Really? Okay. Mark Rylance takes a slow boat. I, the Mark, the tension I'm gonna be honest. The entire like, I think I mentioned that too. The boat stuff is my most. The stuff I find the most interesting. About that movie. <laughs> That's mm. funny. Okay. That and the burning plane at the end. I'm like, oh, those those are cool spots. Yeah. No, the stuff on the on the ground was just a lot. The thing that I thought was the, my problem, I think, with Dunkirk was that it seemed very, um, I don't know, it seemed very gratuitous. Like this was not a movie that needed to get made. He just like wanted to make a war I mean, movie, Wright, and he's just like, yeah. how am I going to make a war well, movie? Joe Wright already perfected the Dunkirk stuff. Sure. Yep. Joe Wright is. He does perfect things in movies. I, I don't, Absolutely, I, I don't even consider Dunkirk a movie. It was more of like an experience in a movie theater. Yeah, like it's not. It's not a movie I'm ever going to go back and rewatch. God, could you imagine if it ended up in my top 100? That would have been a great episode. Dunkirk or Atonement? Atonement. And it was specifically because of that. One no, it was shot. in my top 150. Hmm. You hate that movie. I just think Joe Wright is not like, like a good. No. Like passionate or like interesting filmmaker. I think he makes pretty rote movies. Oh, for sure. But the atonement's lifted by its screenplay, score, and performances. Yeah, everything's pretty good. But it's Joe Wright. He made he made Pride and Prejudice. No, what's that? What's that? Uh... Nine. Is that him? No, nine was uh, Rob Marshall. Yeah. yeah. No, what's the um... Darkest Hour? All right. Remember? Oh. Remember the papers? I try to. I try the paper to, scene? No, no. When he was just standing there and then it's just papers floating in the air? Remember how Winston Churchill apparently did not sweat one time during World War II? Remember that? That makes sense. It was pretty good. I can, I can buy that. No sweating for Winston Churchill. Oh, there's so much makeup on. How is he supposed oh, to sweat through it's it? It's awful. Chubby Englishmen don't sweat. <laughs> so bad. I can't believe that won an Oscar. <laughs> I, had to, I was actually at that party. That I was just at somebody, I had to listen to somebody tell someone else that like Bohemian Rhapsody was a, a great movie. Oh boy. And that that kid can really act. And I was just like, just keep it together. Don't say anything. Did you go up and just slap it? No, I didn't. I just went to the other side of the house. I was like, that's, that's probably the right Got to get out of here. <laughs> All right. Well, hopefully, nothing that we see in the next, you know, whatever couple weeks will be. Well, I feel like we're going to be talking Barbie, Oppenheimer, Past Lives. Because I want to get past to that. Lives, I, I do and past lives is is got to be a theater thing because it's a twenty four, which means it's not coming out on on demand yeah, until it's like fucking Christmas. Yeah. yeah, especially since it's like extremely well reviewed. They're holding that movie off for they're going to re release that movie 
four Oscars. You know what the mm. bummer is though is that like Past Lives is not going to win an Oscar. It'll get like get, a, it might get a screenplay nominated. It'll probably get nominated for Best Picture, but like one of the ten. But like it's not going to win. No. So who gives a shit? I want to see it. Oh, Including. I want no, I want to see it too. But I'm saying for them, no. just like get its theater run and then just put it out. You're not winning two Oscars in a row. You guys, they're fucking crazy if they think so. So just put it out. Let me see it. It's enough with this A24 shit. They just hold on to these things forever. How many Best Picture Oscars do they have? Two? They have two, right? Moonlight. No, just... Moonlight. Oh, Moonlight, Moonlight yeah. 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 Come on. A24. You're getting greedy. <laughs> it's only been around for like 10 years. Can't keep... You can't win all the Oscars. Just look at Apple. They're not getting greedy. They haven't yeah. even released anything worth watching since... Ghosted? Since, uh, <laughs> since Coda. Ghosted, yeah. Well, they have, a, they have what you call it. Killers of the Flower Moon, finally. Yeah, right. that's yeah. going to be. But they, they were like, they're like, oh, it's not ready last year. Yeah. Everyone was like, oh, it's coming. Nope, not ready. I feel ready. like I've been waiting for that movie for like eight years. That's going to be, if that movie, if that movie works, that's going to be. be your favorite, probably. Oh, my God. If it works. If it's, a, if it's silence and not fucking the Irishman. I've heard it. I'm fucking I've, dead. The early reviews have said it's silence, so. Love it. It is also still two hundred minutes long, but I don't even I don't even fucking care. Silence was what one seventy. I don't even know. No. I could have watched Adam Driver watch Catholics drown all day, all fucking day, my friend. That's what Adam. Driver I could have watched Andrew Garfield watch Adam Driver watch a bunch of Catholics drown, which is what happens in that movie. I could probably do that too. Yeah, oh, that's great. All right. Um, Anything else? No, we'll talk. Oh, we have we abandoned the, the ending? Yeah, we have, right? Yeah. We don't have anything to yeah. Fuck endings. No, wait. No, drink some beers. Drink some Drink some beer. This, I'm going to be honest with you, this athletic was really good. Yeah. yeah. It was a really good beverage, not a beer. Yeah. Mm. But like a, a good. No, it's tasty. Yeah. I would not buy it again because it's $10 and it tastes like um, lemonade. Yeah, you could buy something that tastes just like that for like I three dollars. I did Like unsweetened <laughs> lemon tea. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. But yeah, drink some beers or CBD drinks Watch some movies. or weed drinks. Whatever or makes you hot happy. Waters. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, as long as it's not like the blood of innocent children. Uh, Unless they yeah. consent. <laughs> well, they can't consent. <laughs> or they deserve it. And we'll talk to you next time. All right, bye.